Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. She also tells me that um, one of the reasons we're not compatible is because I don't have the tattoo that her psychic said that I'm supposed to have, which is of an eagle. Please stop. I don't have an please, eagle. Please stop. I don't have an eagle tattoo. Please stop. Oh, you have an eagle tattoo? Uh, no. <laughs> Maybe there's some 80-year-old war vet with an eagle tattoo who might be her soulmate, but she can go ask herself. Welcome back to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine, Married at First Sight Boston Edition. Wow. I don't know what happened, but you know what? Thank God for my girls. Much like Alyssa, I'm only relying on my girls. And um, I've brought in my friend Lindsay to talk about this. Wow. Whatever that was that we just watched. Hi, Lindsay. Hi. <laughs> oh, wow. What a treat. We are back from Puerto Rico. And right into Boston. Right into uh, Boston. Do you just want to, before we start, like, you're also, not to call you out, a Lindsay with an E, do you yeah. want to, mm-hmm. um, do you want to say anything, speak up for your people, <laughs> distance yourself <laughs> from the situation? <laughs> I would very much like to distance myself. Um, unfortunately, we did at one point share the same disease, which is being a victim. And... Um, <laughs> And I have moved past that, and unfortunately, <laughs> she has not. So I, I'm going to be digging back into my history today. We're going yeah. to revisit the past today. Let's do it. I'm excited. <laughs> um, speaking of, let's just get into Lindsay and Mark. So they're all moving into the apartments right after the honeymoons. Um, do you have any opinions about the, the apartments? I um, think, I think they're of, nice. They're nice. They're, they're totally nice. I always feel like they get... 
screwed over with the bedroom size? I always feel like yeah. the bedroom for everything. Yeah, and you know, it's interesting that the. I mean, I guess this is not that interesting, not that much of a hot take, but in the northern, you know, the northern cities, the the apartments are always so small compared mm-hmm. to yeah. uh, compared to Houston. That apartment was, I would say, large, expensive, but large. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It was probably my favorite of the apartments, probably because it was, yeah, the biggest and most expensive. So big. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, they they move into the apartment first, and Mark is, like, operating on his, like, standard level of about 60% anxiety that Lindsay's going to, like, karate chop him in the face at any point. <laughs> Terrified of her. Um, obviously, he's still feeling very overwhelmed because of what's going on with the bed bug situation with his apartment and the show and his wife and... He says they're just going to, like, pick up some basic stuff from his place the next day. But, like, he's just hoping that everything goes well because everything's already, like, too much for him. This poor man. This poor man. You can see it. It's, like, radiating off of him. He is on the brink. On, like, to quote Brittany Cartwright. I'm on the brink. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's, wow. I feel for him. I feel for him. Because I'm. I can see myself in him in a way of like, I have my things. I have them the way I have them. I don't like people touching my things. I don't like people touching my systems. And mm-hmm. to have to, to not only have this huge life change happen to you, and then to also have the horror, the terror of someone entering your space and touching your things and taking things away and moving things around without you being there to oversee to you know to control oh that's my worst nightmare right to be like totally out of the country where somebody's like hey we have to come into your place everything's getting exploded we have to take your furniture out um like it's it's a nightmare (laughs) it's a nightmare and then not only that but then to be married to someone who's like oh well then you're just gonna move in with me we're gonna take all your stuff and you're gonna move in with me yeah (laughs) no like i no i don't want any part of that you can just see the 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 sheer terror in his eyes terror absolute abject (laughs) unadulterated uncut and unfiltered terror (laughs) you want to talk though about how he brushes his teeth because that really was psychotic (laughs) i mean i I, what do you expect from it i mean he can only do so much (laughs) I've never seen anything like it. And I've seen a lot of things. (laughs) But, you know, it's funny because as the episodes go on, you're like, okay, but why were they paired together? Because I know he's supposed to be super high energy, but then when you see him doing that, you go, oh, this is why they're paired together. Okay. I get it now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the... His his wall decor? We'll get into that. Oh, we'll get into that. Okay. So... First of all, so they get to the apartment, and, and part of the episode is that, like, everybody's going to go and see the apartments <clears throat> that their partners lived in. So they're going in full, like, hazmat, painter's jumpsuit, gloves, mask, the whole thing to go get some of his things at his place. And Lindsay admits in a confessional that, like, she's terrified of bed bugs. She's had to deal with them before in her travels. She's really scared that he's going to bring one with him. And I feel her on that. But honestly, yeah. then they go into the house. And 
he had mentioned on the honeymoon that he had um, some like word quotes and signs <laughs> in his home. And she said, are you a live, laugh, love kind of gentleman? And he said, no, but then I'm seeing um, innovate, imagine whatever above his closet door and two, two Steve Jobs signs painted Ooh. to the wall. Two, Ooh. two. <laughs> uh, I, Kara, when I saw those words, when they finally like washed over me, I registered what I was looking at. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. I, I, because it wasn't just like one or two. It, I mean, it was throughout the entire apartment. Large, huge, big format. Right. There was one about being Polish. Yes. <laughs> I, I was like, what? <laughs> I could not believe that is a house of horrors. Like, I, <laughs> you guys are like over imagining he had all those. He had three cats with inspirational quotes painted and vinyled on his wall. Like, Mark, what is happening? What, what is going on? He was really talking a big game about being very orderly. Mm-hmm. Like, chaotic now that Lindsay was in his face. But, like, frankly, I think Lindsay did him a couple favors. Because <laughs> why yeah. do you have a bunch of 90210 CDs? What even is that? What do, you, what do you mean? But I, I also think, and I want to be, I want to be clear here. I also think, like, Lindsay, you got, you got kind of a lot of nerve to be coming in here tossing at things when we go to your apartment. Uh, what yeah. we had there, it's correct. quite interesting. <laughs> correct, correct. <laughs> um, Mark does say, uh, and he brings up a fair point of like, he has a hard time accepting help, which I get, mm-hmm. but then he also feels like if she's going to come in and like run shit, she should at least listen to like what he prefers and how he prefers his things. And yeah. but then he was like, you know, I didn't really like that. She put all my shoes in a bunch of bags, but it's like, bro, you got bed bugs. Like you got bed bugs. This is a, an urgent situation. We're getting <laughs> like, in and out there. In like, and- no, we don't have time to be precious about this. We really don't. And to be quite honest, like, I'm the kind of person where it's, like, once an insect infestation happens, like, I'm ready to just take everything and throw it in an incinerator. So, like, you're lucky that I'm even entering this space and helping you pack this up because I want nothing to do with bugs. I would... Nothing. I would say, you know, today is my decision day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm out. Pastor Cal? Oh, shit. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, you're right. Then they go to her place, and I found her place very confusing. Yes. Like, it, I would not expect that apartment from, that was like Phoebe Buffet's apartment from Friend, right? <laughs> yeah. And I just didn't get that from Lindsay. But, you know, I can see it in her. I can see it in her. She is very, she's very whimsical. She's very, I, I you know those people who, like, you go on a trip, and you, you have you have your friends who are very much planners and your friends who are just very much not. And yeah. you know, you wanna, you know, reside in the middle. She's one of those people who probably goes and is like, let's just, you know, like go and not really have a plan and see what happens. Like I can totally see her being that person. Definitely. Who likes to just wing it. Definitely. I mean the Tibetan prayer prayer flags were, you know. To see yeah. that in a white person's home is always a red flag. Yeah. Like uh, I can I, mm-hmm. <laughs> 
For sure. And then when we learned of her, like, the way she was with Elijah Wan and how she was like, we have to speak. I said, oh, okay, yeah, this is definitely who you are. For sure. You're telling people that they should speak the native tongue. Like, yeah, you would do it. I I noticed that there was a a, some sort of uh, traditional robe belonging to some ethnic group, ethnic Mm -hmm. group, which I was like positive did not come from the actual country of origin. Definitely from like Urban Outfitters. Urban Outfitters, anthropology, (laughs) free people. (laughs) (laughs) She just lets people know that think that she went to Bali. She's never been. She's She's never, never, never. No. And the thing is, her apartment could be cute. Her apartment could be very cute. I liked the vibe of it. Was I like, and she had some art that was really nice. Like she is, al- she almost has good taste, but then yeah. she like, she does her thing and it's, it messes it up. It's a metaphor, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it, it, wow. It really is. <laughs> um, so Mark was going there with the hopes of like, okay, maybe this place will be big enough for the both of us and our 17 cats. But again, he's horrified uh, by the situation. It was like, no, we definitely have to get a new place. But like, this is fine. You guys know that you have like six weeks to figure this out, right? Like, you're, you'll be okay. We'll figure you'll it out. You'll be fine. And if you <laughs> have to live with it for a little bit longer, that's fine too. It's, because at the end of the day, Mark, you actually literally have no choice. So <laughs> For you would have to do this anyway. So <laughs> yeah. you better uh, close those eyes up, sir. And <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, uh, what happens after that? Okay. So then they move into the apartment. He's nervous about the cats getting along. And then we see diary cam footage of Lindsay by herself. And she's saying that things have gone from worse to worser and that Mark's mother or grandmother, I think. Grandmother is down to like... Grandmother, I think, yeah. She's really, like, nearing the end, it seems. The landlord situation has not improved. She feels like he's really turned a corner and has... Mark the shark is gone. He's deep in the ocean. She doesn't know who this man is and she doesn't like him. She's been He's been really hot and cold with her. He's been really, like, weird when the cameras aren't on and she's frustrated. I'm like, yeah, you, you don't know who this man is. You you literally just met. Been you haven't had enough time to know the different sides of Mark. Right. And, it, like, obviously he's going through it right now, girl. I mean, yeah. why are you, she takes everything so personally. Which, yes, like, somebody who also takes things personally, like, I am not this bad. I know no. I'm not this bad. No. Like, she is acting... Well, and- I, I I just, I'm not a person who is always centering myself in every situation. And she seems to be the person who is always the nucleus in any situation. Mm. Yes. And everything is in relation to her. She has, like, real mommy issues in a oh, way that's, like, yes. tripping. Like, it's like she wants to be the mommy, but mm-hmm. she also wants mommy. But, yeah, she wants mm-hmm. to be Mark's whole world. And... He also has mommy issues. Like, <laughs> girl, match. This was a bad idea. And I, and I, we'll we'll get into it more. But I just I, Pastor Cal was like, "You're both a lot," and that's how we paired you with each other. And I said, "Really? That's yeah. how you did it? <laughs> okay. Like what? <laughs> that was how you did it? Okay. Now we're telling the truth, at least I guess." <laughs> Truly, I say, all right, this is this has revealed itself to be real flimsy. Okay. 
uh let's move on to katina and elijah Wan. so when they get to the apartment the first stop they make is in the kitchen and of course like elijah Wan is giddy as hell because he's <laughs> just like so excited to start his like joe gorga misogyny train you need to be in the kitchen me <laughs> like whatever the fuck is going on i what i this is so stupid so I, stupid <laughs> Like, I, I don't think he really... Do you think he really is, like, prioritizing this? Or is he having fun with this? My thing is, I think it's a little of both. I think that he yeah. came into this truly being like, no, I want a bitch who's in the kitchen all day, every day, making me meals. Mm-hmm. And then I think that he realized, like, oh, that's... I definitely didn't get that woman, and I'm totally okay with that. I think that he's been told yeah. this, and it's been drilled into his head. But I don't think that it's, like, that important to him. Yeah, I, I don't think it is either. I think he just has a thing with being an alpha, and this yeah. is how. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, yeah. This is how you do it, which you oh, know. Yeah. It's I always a fun adventure when a man learns what an alpha male is. I, I, I can. I, I am terrified to look at his YouTube history. Terrified. <laughs> I know there's an alpha male channel in there somewhere. I know oh. it. To be true, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. <laughs> to be true, and you know that he like really liked that pastor that just spit on that man. Oh, loved him, <laughs> loved him. You guys, I'm gonna let you in. This is your little black history treat for me to you. Okay, um, the other day there was a pastor, a very popular pastor, like a young kind of hip guy who I really didn't know until the story. But like, I guess he is like has been able to make the waves as, like, a cool, hip, like, fun pastor who uses, like, uh, you know, like, he, he'll work in, like, a future lyric into his, like, Bible study or whatever to, like, get the kids in, right? But he did this, he was trying to make a point, and I don't really know what his point is, but what I do know is that he spit in his hand, and that hand went on a man's face, mm-hmm. and um, people didn't like It was like something it. like... It was something about, like, if you were really, like, a, a warrior for Jesus, a warrior for God, you wouldn't be disgusted by something like this. Because I am the messenger of God or Jesus, and I'm giving you this message as well. Something similar to that. Maybe I'm a little bit off, but it was something like that. And I said, Yikes. you've got to be joking. Yike. <laughs> <laughs> what? Ooh, I don't like that. <laughs> don't love that. So. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know who he was until I heard that story, and I was like, yeah, it couldn't be me. Could never be me. Never be me. Um, So he makes Katina stand in front of the stove so that he can picture what their future is going to be like. And uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Katina says says in an interview she's a little bit nervous because she's used to, like, being a bad bitch and getting food whenever it comes, ordering out, not being chained to the stove like her new husband apparently wants her to be. And she's like, you know, he's made it abundantly clear that he expects home-cooked meals every day, and he's been drilling it into my head. Is that- and I, 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 I'm surprised that she hasn't been like, <laughs> that's cute, but it's not going to happen. Like, I I'm surprised. Too. I am too, because I... she clearly has no problem speaking up for herself yeah and so it makes me like so she might be a little bit more traditional than i thought she was 
I also think she might like him more than I'm thinking that she should. Yeah, very much <laughs> so. Maybe that's she's, she's, she's acquiescing quite a bit. Quite a bit. I just like, I can't imagine that any woman would look at Elijah Wong once they really knew who he was and like be intimidated by him, you know? Yeah, I, I don't I don't quite get it. I don't quite get it. And he says something like, oh, uh, you know, usually, like, for breakfast, like, I would just come and have peanut butter and bread, and then I'd be out the door, but, you know, since I'm married, I can't do that anymore. And I'm just sitting here like, but why can't you do that? Why can you no longer do that? What, are you going to die? You very much can do that. (laughs) So I think that a lot of it is just, like, he wants, he has this leave-it-to-beaver vision that he doesn't even quite want i think he just thinks he has to do it yeah he he really has like an image thing clearly mm-hmm. All, every man on this damn show my goodness everyone it's uh, ridiculous it really is it really and again why are we not seeing this when, during the process why are we not i i i they are that's the that's the gag they are <laughs> It really is. Oh, God, poor girl. She says this is the most pressure she's been in in a relationship. <laughs> then they go to Elijah Wan's house. But first he makes her stand out in the rain, holding hands, picturing the children that they don't have, uh, running out into the street to say hi to them, I guess. Why Why are they in the house without you, Elijah Wan? But <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> These latchkey children just hanging out in the house by themselves. Then he's like, he's talking about how he's like a little bit worried about his decor. And oh, you should be on. Yeah, dog. Like when they walk in the kitchen. What the oh, fuck was man. that? What the what? fuck was that? Because <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm I'm totally charmed when someone has just hideous decor but they know it's hideous and they're like in on the joke sure um he didn't seem to understand like he knew she was gonna hate it but he's also like but i kind of like it and i'm like oh this is gonna be a problem problem. can can we keep it because how will people know that i make good coffee (laughs) that's not the way that's not the way (laughs) where did he even get those from what like did you hear another (laughs) come I didn't even know they could they sold that kind of stuff anymore. So like those must be old, old. It's like it's giving garage sale or yeah. he got that house from two people that moved into a nursing home and he yeah. just didn't. <laughs> yeah, he probably inherited that house, to be quite honest. Yeah. And to be honest, I'm looking at that kitchen and I'm going, this kitchen could be updated really nicely and you know, thriftily. I go, yeah. Shake yeah. the cabinets granite countertops you can paint at a new backsplash like it could be cute but he's over here talking about oh we can't do that the color it's like all right this is already a problem i can already (laughs) see this is gonna be an issue right the bones are there but like yeah we can't we can't with the green the green and the wood we're done we're done we're done we're done (laughs) Um, that's my things like i look i don't have a lot of demands but i demand Full control of the home and its decor. Yeah. Full sure. control. I don't care. I will become I will become a tyrant if I don't get my way <laughs> on the decor. Now I'm gonna keep you in mind, but yeah. we're not doing we're not having inspirational quotes, we're not having a green gym, we're not having coffee curtains, like we're just not doing that, and you're gonna have to be okay with it. A- absolutely. It's my taste and your taste, which I mean my taste for you. Exactly. 
<laughs> like, let's be clear here. Like, we know who has a taste, and it's not you. So right. let's be honest about it, and let's move on. Right. It make it so much easier for everybody. <laughs> Please. <laughs> um, you get it. You always do, Lindsay. So. <laughs> The kitchen is horrific. Then we get to the gym that is candied apple green like with what? tan exposed pipes. And he's like, do you like it? And she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't. Like, no, I really don't. Um, gosh, like, what is he thinking? Poor guy. But the, you know, I also think that he's also a worse nightmare for me because he does care a bit too much. And I want a man who does not care about decor at all, as we previously discussed. But he cares a lot. And I and now it's it's I'm I'm remembering, I'm pulling from the recesses of my mind that slow-mo video, you know, B-roll of him scraping paint from the outside. And I said, Oh, like you've put work into this home, and so you're yeah. trying to show it off like you're proud and you're right. upset. But she's like, Oh, nope. Right. So now we're, this is gonna be a problem. This is gonna be an issue for anyone. <laughs> Right. I mean, the problem is the issue is the house is like depressing. It's just like it just needs to like a refresh. Just it, a quick it's, refresh. yeah, it's so outdated, but not in a like cool way. No, not in no. a cool way. No. Um. So yeah, she's like you know, in terms of he asks her to grade the house, and she says, you know, in terms of the outside, like an eight out of ten. The decor, like a five. You give it a five. Which <laughs> That's I generous. Yeah. Like, what's generous? I mean, she's being kind. Right. So, yeah, then they get into it about the kitchen. Because he, like, immediately, she was like, I would like to paint it gray. And he's like, no, it doesn't go with the granite. And it's like, well, that's no problem. <laughs> but then she was like, was it going to be $50,000 to change the kitchen? Like, girl, like, if you have fifty k renovation money, we're not living in here. No. no we're finding a new spot. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> Oh, man. So then we get to Steve and Noi. Let me tell me your feelings about them. They bore me, <laughs> to be quite honest. Um, but there's it's one of those things where they're like they're those people who people look on the on the surface that they're stable and they're boring. But there actually is a lot of darkness there that they uh-huh. don't show. But you have to, like, really watch them to, to see the darkness. Right. Noi has, like, such Disney princess. And yes. I, and I, I thought this episode, she looked stunning going to their apartments. I said, wow, like, you look great with, like, minimal makeup. You're, you, you look so pretty here. When she does the super heavy makeup, I'm like, oh, it's a little too much. She looks best, like, just natural. She's stunning. She's very, she's stunning. Very and she's so sweet, but kind of naive. And I don't think that she was fully prepared for this. And neither was Steve, to be quite honest. Yes. <laughs> neither was Steve. I would say less so prepared. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because he doesn't have a job. He doesn't have a job. And doesn't <laughs> want one. And I'm like, I see him go like, uh, but you know, I'll just... I won't be able to follow my dreams. And I'm like, oh, do I sound like that? I need to, I need to check in. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how I sound when I say stuff like that? All right, I need to check in. I need to reevaluate because that sounds fucking stupid. <laughs> um, so Noi says that she's nervous about moving in because, you know, you could talk a lot about who you are, but the day-to-day stuff is very different. And 
she's just like constantly worried about how she's going to come off. And I wish she would have more confidence. I do too. She's a perfectly smart, nice girl. I don't get it. I agree. I agree. They start to joke about like the dog. Well, she thinks that they're joking, but Steve very clearly does not want that dog in the bed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) is trying to negotiate out of it and then they go over to her house and they meet sushi her dog mm-hmm. she's like oh, you want to hold the dog and he's like okay the dog yeah, is no very clearly uncomfortable <laughs> the dog is like i want to keep a safe distance from you you can um release me please i'll just sit next <laughs> and then he keeps trying to like ask about the dog beds and where do the dog beds enter into this whole situation? Um, is it possible that if we just put the dog bed next to our bed, that sushi will think maybe it's a more comfortable situation for everybody. If I sleep on that bed to which I say, Steve, sir, what, <laughs> what have you ever been, have you ever been around a dog? <laughs> Then he starts talking about is the dog house trained because he has some sort of trauma from his brother's dog <laughs> and <laughs> picking the yes and nauseous I was felt like sick feeling like his poop I'm like Jesus Christ something in his eyes was like this is deep this is deeper than it should be <laughs> <laughs> like what was in that shit what was it because my goodness oh Lord um then they go to his place. Which, first surprise, number one, didn't think he had one. So, kudos to <laughs> Kudos Shock, to a, a happy surprise. Yeah. I mean, now I'm like, okay, he's got this place, and it's like, I mean, it's, do the other guys all have roots? It's, it's similar to Lindsay's in the style, so he just has a Boston apartment that he's yeah. just, like, added TikTok modern LED lights to. Oh, my God. Like, are you a TikTok team? Like, what the fuck is this? What was that? What the fuck? This is how we know that Steve does a lot of drugs. Yeah. mm -mm. Wouldn't happen. I'm so sorry. He smokes weed. He definitely takes mushrooms. Like, Mm -hmm. it was one thing if he was just like, oh, I just have the string in my living room. But he had a whole display. He had the remote and the different and the light shows and he's trying to bring the whole situation to the new apartment it's like okay put the ass down sir no and and it's one thing to be like oh yeah like i have you know lights i use them sometimes just for fun he showed everyone he showed every color every setting yeah oh you're way too proud of these that's this is a problem way too way too proud i mean truly he's one step away from those like fake vines that the teens have hanging in the background of their youtube videos like just one step away one breath uh i mean it was better than michael's like single string of christmas lights we we will talk about michael (laughs) um so that was really it like noise just horrified by the 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 idea of her being like an led wife (laughs) um And he had the nerve to be like, no, what's that in the bathroom? As if that was a crazy question. As if having them in every other single room was normal. But having in the bathroom, crazy bitch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> bathroom and not in the hallway. What am I, like, psycho? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so then we see Alyssa and also Chris. Can't say Chris and Alyssa, can I? No, no, you cannot. <laughs> so... 
apparently we see we start off seeing Chris moving into the apartment and he's let us know that Alyssa has uh, graciously bestowed him custody of the apartment <laughs> for, for this moment and that he's moving in because uh, he understood what he was doing when he entered into the show Alyssa so he's going to stay he's committed he's already packed so he's going to unpack <laughs> I was shocked so by what we found out. I was like, oh, oh I, like, I'm getting too excited. I can't get it. I know, I know. But my question is, I mean, I'm getting ahead of myself. Why did you unpack it? Like, did he know going into the apartment? If, if he knew what his choice was going to be, yeah. Why yeah, did we why did you unpack? Yeah, that's a good point. Because it seemed like his mind had been made. Yeah, pretty firmly. Since the honeymoon. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, so then he says you know, the only information he's gotten regarding whatever the hell Liz's problem is with him has been through the grapevine that maybe it's the eagle tattoo psychic situation maybe it has something to do with his political views which the first time I was like huh that's interesting mm-hmm. um, but I knew he says I, I didn't I don't know why it shocked me I well we'll get into it we'll get into it uh, yeah yeah uh, we'll get into it so he says that, like, you know, Alyssa told him, if you hear something, all you have to do is call me. But he doesn't have her number. So <laughs> she's so psycho. Like, telling somebody, I don't want to communicate to you whatever your problem, whatever my problems are with you. But if you hear something, I'll, we can talk about it then. It's like, what? What? Where is she? Where is she? <laughs> She's uh, truly unbelievable. Uh, like, uh, unbelievable. I have some... Uh, I mean, we can get into it because I have some really hateful things to say about her. But I'll <laughs> I'll save it for when she's having the talk with her mother. But I have some really hateful but hard truths to say about her. Perfect. Can't wait. So let's get into <laughs> Chris meeting up with his friend Nick for disc golf first. Um, he um, is basically like, I trust Nick because Nick is the kind of guy, if I come to him, he'll tell me if I'll be ridiculous or if I should get the fuck out of this situation. So um, Chris starts by telling Nick that Alyssa's unhappy about the fact that he doesn't have an eagle tattoo because that's what her psychic told her her future husband would have and Nick's response is please stop (laughs) (laughs) I I can't believe it (laughs) but like everything Nick said just really cracked me the fuck up and this is like (laughs) he's so funny Uh, I was looking for a ring. I'm like, a cop in Boston. I know. God, no. A white cop in Boston who's making me laugh. It's like, what? What is happening? Upside down. Upside down. (laughs) That is where we're at right now. (laughs) Everything is funny. So then in a confessional, Nick says, maybe there's some like 80 year old war of that with an Eagle tattoo that she's supposed to be matched with, but she needs to talk to her psychic about that. I don't know. It's not Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Then, (laughs) then Chris is like, Chris and Nick have jokes now. Cause he's like, you know what? They got, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's absurd. (laughs) So Chris is like, you know, if I 
had told you, like, if I had come up to you in any other situation and I had said, hey, my girlfriend's regular psychic said this. It's like, I would say that maybe that's not the best idea for you, man. Like, I, I don't think this is good. So... <laughs> And it's like, I have to laugh because look, I can be a little woo-woo sometimes, but Alyssa whipping that out was quite hilarious and ridiculous. So I I get the jokes. So funny. So we're going to go now to Alyssa and her mom before, because it's revealed something that we have to go back on. Mm -hmm. Um, So she meets up with her mom for lunch and she says that she's now claiming that she's having some sort of mental blackouts and um, dementia or something, but she doesn't remember what happened when she walked down the aisle, but she came to at the altar and she was like, oh, he's just, Chris is not like the physical type that I thought I would be matched with. And then Alyssa's like trying to get be like, hey mom, can you throw me a little bone? Like, what did you think I was going to be matched with? And her mom was like, well, I thought maybe a cowboy. She's like, yeah, me too, right? Right? Okay. This is where I have to jump in and be a bitch. Okay. This is where I have to jump in. Because, all right. First of all, and I'm I'm not going to preface this as anything. Like, I'm here to be hateful and nasty. And this is my opinion. It's not on care. It's my opinion. You want to be mad? Tell your mama because no one cares. To me, to me, Alyssa looks like a Muppet. And she has the nerve. Yeah. She has had the damn nerve uh-huh. this whole time to be like, mm, Chris is disgusting. I mean, in so many words. Which is like, yeah. look, is Chris my type? No, not even a little bit. But <laughs> sorry to say, sorry to tell you this, girly. Y'all are evenly <laughs> matched. Aesthetically, you look you. okay together. Equally yoked. <laughs> Equally <Yeah>. yoked. <laughs> and the I just go, oh, like, this girl's ego is so inflated. Right. When she is third string, sorority girl. She's not even on JV, okay? Thank you. Yeah. She's not getting picked first, second. No. She is third round. No, no. She got pick. into her last pick house. She yes. cried about it. And even I wept. <laughs> and she is over here expecting a ranch hand from Yellowstone to come sweep her off her feet. And I'm going, right. they don't want you. Okay? I'm going to be real about it. This man grew up in Texas. Okay? My sister is at FFA. We had to take care of her sheep <laughs> constantly. So yeah. I saw these people. I went to school <laughs> with these people. They don't want Alyssa. They don't want you. They don't want and anyway, you. you're not going to find them in Boston, you weird. You're, a, you're <laughs> from Boston. And that told me, and, and when we get to, when we get there, that told me, I knew this was going to be an issue because you're a girl from Boston. Yeah. A Northern girl. And I never understand Northern people from the North, people from the East coast who are obsessed with Southern culture. It's it sick. is a huge red flag to me. Major. Huge red flag. Major. Major. And so I'm going, we, we need to, we need to, somebody needs to get real with Alyssa because honey, you're not bringing it like you think you are. You're simply are not. You? Not. And you, you are over here so crying, boo-hooing to the gods that you're so upset that you were paired with someone so unattractive to you in your eyes when honey, you look, you're equally out. Like, I don't see Chris complaining about your dirty white flip-flops that you keep wearing. <sighs> 
And I'm sorry, but those lashes, those tarantulas are putting in so much work. Take them off. <laughs> take them off. I want to see. Well, take them off and we'll see. They're doing a lot of heavy They're lifting. They're doing a lot of heavy lifting. I can tell you, you're not going to look like Mirla with them off. <laughs> no, you're not. You, right. you sure ain't. <laughs> let's, now, let's not even try it. Don't even try it, Alyssa. Please. She's so wild. <laughs> she's so wild. She's uh, wild. But she's also delusional. She's delusional. In a way that I, like, I can't even recall somebody being this delusional i can't and it's it's funny because she's constantly saying i'm a good person i'm a good person what makes it makes me like okay well she she has to know that she's not because she keeps saying it she has to know that she's not coming across as a great person right but like then why she do you says stuff that is so delusional <laughs> that i'm like well what is it what is the truth what is the truth it is a true, true sight to behold. Oh, my God. So Alyssa's mom was like, yeah, I kind of thought maybe you'd be matched with a, a cowboy. But Chris is cute. And he's a nice guy. Okay? You little monster. And you um, monster. <laughs> and then Alyssa cut, cuts her off immediately. She's like, yeah, but you haven't seen how he treats me. It's like, okay, well, everybody else has. Like... So. <laughs> And I find it very interesting that her own mother, who ain't met the guy more than a couple hours, right, was like, he seems nice. And she's he, over here trying to say, but you met, like, she hasn't even seen what she thinks that we're all going to see. And she's still going, girl, he's nice. Yeah. So what the fuck are yeah. you talking about? Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. So then after that, she was like, um... Uh, Alyssa says that she doesn't like the idea of, of like, hearing that Chris was somebody who likes to debate things and that she started to learn things about him and realize that they are different in any way. And then Alyssa's mom asked the million dollar question is, what is it? What is it that was so horrible that you heard? And she... (laughs) (laughs) I screamed oh yeah oh yeah she goes on to say that there that um she saw that he has a lack of respect for other people and that she heard that chris posted on instagram something about defunding the police and how she has such a high regard for the first responders and she feels like somebody posting that on social media is very disturbing to her like (laughs) What are you going to do with feed the cops and they're not there to come for you? Like, really? It's very disturbing. And so, oh, there it is. There it is. There. Boob goes the dynamite. <laughs> and here's the thing. Like, it's not as though we haven't been bubbling under the surface of, like, clearly matching people with different political ideations mm-hmm. on the show for seasons now. And but I just don't understand why. I don't understand why either. We, I, but here's one thing I do know. I know that they had Eric from Atlanta saying some wild conservative shit on camera that we never saw. Oh, for sure. They cut that right out. Ryan from Texas also probably Mm -hmm. said some crazy shit. Why is it, Alyssa, that you (laughs) were the one who had your shit That really tells me everything. They were sick of her shit. They were sick of her ass. Done. 
done with they it. They hated her ass. They said, all right, girl, we got you. We're not even going to attempt no. to make you seem sympathetic at all. She really thought she said something. She really did. She really I, did. So here's where I want to say, like, did once I remembered, like, oh, she likes cowboys. I'm like, oh, of course, she's a Republican. But I guess I just thought, like, Chris gave off Republican vibes to me, too. So I guess I just in my mind wasn't expecting there to be like that political difference. Chris doesn't give me. I can I can see how he gave you Republican vibes, but for whatever reason, it just never because okay, I'm going to say something inflammatory, but his patience with Alyssa just did not scream Republican to me. True. <laughs> you know what? Touche. His, his absolute patience <laughs> and trying to make this work just did not give off Republican. So I said, mm, no, I don't think so. That's an extremely fair point that I had not considered. You're absolutely right. Because <laughs> he, if if so, we would have heard some misogynistic stuff coming out of his mouth. We would have seen him blow up a little bit. Yeah. We didn't see it. Because, you know, if you're, it, okay, and I'm, I'm going to say something else is inflammatory, but the Republicans don't give a fuck. If you're a Republican that resembles Chris, you're, you're on the incels track. Correct. You're not, you're not just like a George Bush Republican who you know, works on the ranch. Yeah. You're on the incel track. <laughs> so if we had someone like Alyssa coming in with him on an incel Republican, it would have been nasty. Right. It would have so been So that's really that's bad. what it, where I said I don't think he is. <sighs> but I almost I almost wonder if she maybe would have liked that. <laughs> maybe incel like, Maybe. I have a a question. I have a question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Obviously, he's not her physical type. She wants a hot boy. No, she don't deserve one. She wants a hot boy. Yeah. If Chris had better teeth and he had a different haircut, let's say, do we think that the outcome would have been different or do we think it would have been the same? Um... Do I think the teeth? I think the teeth would have made a difference. I do think that she probably would have been a little bit nicer to him. I think she probably would have done this, like, I don't want to sleep with him, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But the real thing is, like, if he was looked like she wanted him to look and everybody said all those red flag, alleged red flags, she wouldn't have cared. She wouldn't have given a shit. Yeah. Because I'm going, she want. She's a sorority type girl, so she wants that bro, hot, Mm. cool guy, and that's not him. He's a nerd. If she had seen Ryan from last season, she would. She would have creamed her pants immediately. She would have lost it. (laughs) She would have lost it. She. I mean, yeah, but you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. But Ryan wasn't cute. Ryan was not that hot guy. He just did things that were considered hot boy stuff. Right. So I'm curious if the immediate reaction to Ryan would have been, ugh. And then maybe, I don't know. Because I feel like Alyssa is the kind of person who is so, so specific with what she wants that any deviation from that would have been a fail for her. Mm. I would be very curious for her to like point out what exactly she finds attractive. Like, yeah, like who is her celebrity that, crush? Yeah, like specifically, who do you find hot? Like, what is her type? Because 
cowboy that's too it's too broad even though i know exact i binged yellowstone because you know, my family's been watching it and i'm like Ugh, i don't want to all these freaking i don't care but then i said all right let me just watch the first episode and it was excellent so i said all right well i have to binge the whole thing mm-hmm. and so having just watched that and then seeing her i go this is what she wants this is so clearly to me the image of what she has she wants like model good looks but a rancher yeah i know that to be truth because she that's what she gives off she gives off she wants exceptional yeah she wants like craig from southern mm -hmm. yes she wants a hot frat boy exceptional rugged (laughs) and um she didn't get that (laughs) She didn't. She just needs to move to. She needs to move to Charleston and get her. That's what I'm saying. She would sweep at Charleston. She would sweep. <laughs> all the girls look like her. All of them. All of them. And I, um, I, go, I go. You. You went on this program and torched any chance that you were going to find someone soon. Yeah. All I have to do is just Google you and see right. how you act. Because you're not crazy in the hot way. I, I hate to break it to you, girl. Yeah, no. Quote unquote, crazy girls get men, but you're not one of those girls. You got you to be hot. You got to be hot. Be hot. <laughs> you have to be like, woo, okay, she's crazy, but I fucking love it. She's right. not that kind of crazy. No, she's not. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, girl. We all have to work within our limits, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and just so I don't mind shitting on her because she is wretched. No, she's a vile human being. Somebody horrifically, for arbitrary reasons, did never gave him a chance. Never. Yeah. This is like, you know, you act ugly, you get called ugly. Okay. That's that ain't that the damn truth. (laughs) Write that on my wall. (laughs) Steve Jobs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, anyway, so back to Chris. He turns the neck and is like dog like you're my best friend and you're a cop like i just wish that she had like if she was so scandalized by this then maybe she could have talked to me instead of like letting her mind wander with this like heard it through the grapevine stuff and yeah giving him a ch- shot in hell mm-hmm. agree now i have more questions i have more questions for nick i have more questions for nick how yeah. do you feel about that nick right how do you feel about that right because you're on national television and your best right. friend is over here saying defend, you know, defend the police. Right. You know how police are. Like, they're like a gang. This <laughs> okay? is your occupation. And you're in Boston. So, like, you're really- in Boston. <laughs> yeah. Oof, I, I'd be very you're curious. in Boston. Very curious. Very curious. <sighs> All right. Let's move to Jasmina and Michael. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. As we all know, when it comes to everyone's business, I like to mention it all, but when it comes to mine, I like to keep things a little bit closer to the chest. But that method doesn't always work when it comes to your mental health, and we all need a way to purge and get it out. Therapy is a safe space to do that and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down by learning positive coping skills and all the tools you need to help you be the best version of yourself. BetterHelp is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So you can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everyone's business today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash everyone's business. Oh, okay, let's move on. So <laughs> when they get to the apartment, <laughs> Michael asks her if she has any concerns about living with a man. And she's like, well, I already live with a dude roommate. So, you know, the only difference is that we're not sleeping together, like, in any way. And then Michael says he's never lived with a woman before. We'll put a pin on that for later. Mm-hmm. So apparently... He's not going to be starting to live with Jasmina that night because she's like, oh, so are you staying here? And he's like, yeah. She's like, all right, well, you know, I got my dog. I have to figure out how to care. I got to wash my hair. I have some laundry to do. Um, get my mail. Um, I, I have to file my nails. You know, I have to fluff my pillow. So I actually cannot stay here tonight. So sorry about that. Is it your mom's calling me? Mom, is that you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um yeah she's just like i just need a couple days she's really blaming it on um her dog but we all know and she tells us later oh no (laughs) it's like girl this is clearly a lie just be like yeah i can't sleep her tonight i'm so sorry stop it stop all this you and zach stop it right uh so he does bring up a fair point of like I don't really think it's healthy if we have issues for us to be separating every time. That's not really like setting the best precedent. Now, I mean, it's his fault, but it is a fair point. It's a fair <laughs> so, point. I mean, like, you had a point. Um, then Jasmina says, she's like, you know, I'm really trying to figure out stuff with my dog. <laughs> um, <laughs> but also, it is a bonus that I'm going to have space from you. So um, then Michael says, you know, well, I hope that. When we do see each other again, we can start off on the good foot. She's already halfway at the parking garage at this point. So. She's like, yeah, uh-huh, cool. <laughs> what? Bye. I can't hear you, sorry. Um, <laughs> Y'all hear something? <laughs> <laughs> so in a confessional, Michael says he does understand that her dog's really important to her, but he's wondering at the back end of his mind if that's all it is. Yeah, that's not all it is. No, um, hon, it's not. <laughs> so after this scene, we get Dr. Viviana saying, you know, that 
uh, you know, couples who have chosen not to move in together are going to face a more difficult time with the process and that she hopes that they realize that before it's too late. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Then we go to Michael's apartment mm. and Jasmina says in an, like a uh, voiceover that she did need the couple days, but she is feeling like they had a spark on their wedding day. She's hoping they can get it back. And when she says, I'm going to refresh, like she really means it. So um, didn't seem that way, but that's no, okay. not at all. <laughs> but understandable, to be I'm honest. Completely understandable. Jasmine is me in a lot of ways. Yeah. I really have a hard time. Like, I've never really been yelled at by a man, mm-hmm. but I can tell you that if I've had issues with a dude and I'm feeling some type of way, it takes time for me to yeah warm back up. It really does. Yeah. yeah. I, I Once I'm turned off, uh, it might stay off. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm it, so sorry. It might stay off. We're going to have to do a lot of work and mm-hmm. it's definitely not going to come with you constantly asking me if I'm okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God. No. <laughs> and I mean, I really can't talk cause I, I am the yeller. So mm. So I'm like, well, all right, this is kind of triggering, but, uh, but he is, I think my problem with him and what makes him so scary to me is that he has been revealed as a yeller by Jasmina, but he's also just a drag. So it's not like he has moments of light and fun and like, he's always in a, a downer mood. Heavy. Heavy, heavy, heavy. Heavy. And it's so then to be that heavy, and then off camera, you're then turning into a holler and madman. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to feel some type of way about that. Right. Like, you're telling us that in your best moments, you're Eeyore? Like, like, oh. <laughs> like what I, is I, redeeming I, about that? Right. What right. can we do with that? We can't do anything with that. Nothing, nothing. So I'm curious about your thoughts about when they go to his house. So mm-hmm. he, okay. he lives with two roommates mm-hmm. and Jasmina, like she's looking around the place and she's like clearly dropping hints that she would like to meet these roommates. And Michael's like, oh, you know, they're just doing their own thing. We're not like that close. It's just like kind of a roommate thing. We get along, but whatever. So then we see like a quick shot of somebody. Mm-hmm. Right Truly a flash. Like the quickest of shots. Somebody running into their room and closing the door, but Jasmina realizes that that somebody is a woman. And she's like, huh. So you have a woman roommate? And he's like, yeah. She's like, why did you not tell me this? Like, you've had a couple opportunities where this could have come up naturally in conversation and it hasn't. So what's going on? And then we see the flashback of her at the uh reception telling like, her truly day one pointing out our one even pointing out mm-hmm. that um here's this guy you see in the crowd like that's my roommate i live with him right he doesn't say anything and michael just is like well no it just didn't come up naturally and um you know she's like i just thought you would have mentioned it at that time too like that would have been been be like oh yeah like i have girl roommates you have a guy roommate like that's how conversation goes, right? Um, so she says that she's feeling some type of way, not because she cares about him living with women, but just she feels like it's weird that it could have come up and it hasn't. And she's wondering if maybe he un- intentionally kept that information from her. 
So what do you think about this? 100% kept that from her. Because yeah. why not say? As I, I love the editing. Because they literally, at one point when he's like, no, it just hasn't come up. And yeah. she gives him this look of like, what? And they flash back to truly the first, you know, when she's talking about they're in the apartment and she leaves that day. She goes, have you ever lived with a woman? He's like, nah, no. A blatant lie. And he's going to get off on the technicality of like, I thought you meant somebody in a relationship. And it's like, no, that's no one. You can live with any woman. What are you talking about? You have two female roommates. (laughs) Like, why wouldn't you bring that up? Why not? So I'm instantly like, all right, what happened between? Like, what's what's the deal? Right. What's the deal? Or at least, like, what is going on in his head that he feels like he needs to hide this? And he also, like, I have to remember, like, he's also just weird. He's also just kind of a weirdo. Right. That does. Like, I don't, I don't understand his ration. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I don't get it. Um. So Jasmina says, like, she's like, okay. Then we see them later. We never sell her house, did we? Did we? No, we did not. We did not uh, see. I, I rewound. I was like, wait, did I miss? No, we never saw it. We saw her in it alone. Mm-hmm. But over there. So I guess back at the apartment, at their apartment, she's like, so they're unpacking in the closet and stuff. And she's like, so you um, said that like one of your roommates is a woman. Is, is it both of them? And he's like, yeah. And now she's like, what is going on like why did you not mention that it's weird it's weird so she's like okay if we had been dating would you have brought up living with women roommates and he's like well i don't know maybe if it came up naturally and um then it has it has it It has it has (laughs) so she's asked to say again like it's not a matter of you living with a woman it's a matter of you like being confused that you wouldn't have told me that sooner. And then Michael says, well, what exactly would I have to gain by being dishonest about that? And she's like, yeah, I don't know. It's even more reason for you to be honest. Like, (laughs) you tell me. You're the one doing it. (laughs) Exactly. So then he says that it was a bad judgment call on his part and that he recognizes that there have been times where he could have told her, but he didn't. And But it wasn't a matter of him trying to get away with anything. So then, sorry, not at all. No, not at all. Then he says, uh, "Like you're looking at me like you don't hear me." She's like, "No, I hear you, but you just don't make any sense." So, (laughs) truth, facts, (laughs) truth. Um, So at this point, Pastor Cal is coming over to the apartment. Finally, before we get into like just the abject failure that all of this was. Some good news. Shout out to Woody and Imani from New Oh, York. yes. Their baby. They had like a very cute photo shoot. You guys know oh. I love them. They're my North Star. I, I adore them as a couple. Adore. And I'm so happy for them. <laughs> They're on, I'm not even kidding, the best couple to ever exist on this program. A thousand percent. And if you disagree, you're wrong. Sorry. You're wrong. It's a scientific. <laughs> They're the best thing. <laughs> it's just fact. There's really no, I don't want to talk about it, to be honest. Yes. No, no debate. No debate's happening. I love them. Oh, okay. Love them. <sighs> All right. Well, that, before we cleanse, sage that. Like, <sighs> yeah. <that's- 
So, because you know, yeah. Pastor Kyle will always let you down. He'll always let you down. Always. Always. I, I was like, oh, he really, he really tried it with me a couple times. <laughs> oh, so, especially with Jasmine. Oh, he really tried oh, it with me. Thank you. So let's get into that. So. He walks into the apartment, asks how things are going, and they both just smile and nod. That smile and nod of like, not good, not well, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) And um, so he's like, well, he's, Patrick Hell's trying to figure out like, what happened on this honeymoon? You guys had this big fight. And Jasmina says, basically, Jasmina was acting like like a captive person who just got in front of uh, an adult who could help them. Like, and what did Pastor Cal do but send her right back to her? Send her right back! I not believe <laughs> Sent her right back. Literally was like, mm, that's cute. Next. Right. He, she is like desperate to be like, finally, I'm going to get out of this situation. I'm going to tell the truth. And she says that Michael has been talking to her real crazy off camera he's been loud he's been aggressive it's been a real turnoff for her and the scarier part (laughs) is that she knows that this is not even 10 for him that this is like just light work for michael that everybody's told her this that she's seen how aggressive he is that he's admitted it himself that he can fly off the handle and so she knows that like as bad as it is it can get worse (laughs) and she wants out (laughs) She puts out. And I think what's even scarier is that he had this reaction over something so small that didn't even happen. But even if he thinks it did, it was the smallest thing. It's not even something that you should think about. No. No. His mind, he was in the middle of something and she was like, "Ah, I'm going to talk. She literally didn't do that. She literally didn't didn't though and he is over here demanding an apology for something that did not happen yeah yeah it's like you better be worried now because miss thing number one she ain't gonna be here to buffer to be the craziest so it's no the spot's open (laughs) right that slot is open to be filled and he's sliding right in and i was talking to my sister the other day like does this man realize who he's being partnered with like like are you kidding like she's so out of your league you could never (laughs) you could never you can't even pay for like the parking (laughs) like you're not in the league you're not in the you're not even there bro (laughs) bro like you should be pedals on her feet at every that she takes what like, I want you should be constantly playing Cater to You by Destiny's Child. And, <laughs> and, 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 and like, oh my her gosh. It's like, what is he doing? What You're is he doing? <laughs> like, what bro, are you doing? Dog, like, do you think, like, if I got matched with Chris Evans, do you think that I would? <laughs> Like I think I would show all of my crazy on day one. I would be the nicest person. (laughs) I would be over here hollering how much of a good person I am because you would never see it. Never. Never. 
my whole personality would change immediately. Immediately. <laughs> <laughs> you would never see Cara Berry no. in the movie again. Crazy bitch. Like to expel all of my insanity, I have to go underground for a couple of hours and come back up refreshed. Right. No way in hell I'm exposing that. I would just scream into a pillow, come out (laughs) fresh as a daisy. You would hear nothing out of me. Ready to deal with Dodger, okay? Uh, He kills me. Michael really killed me. Audacity. The audacity. audacity. What is going on? Okay, so Michael says that he feels like his being honest and forthright with her has actually backfired. Okay? And that he was being vulnerable, and now she's like taking it, uh, you know, the wrong way, and she cuts him off immediately. It was like, Michael, every single time we have a conflict, you yell, and there's no cameras to show that side. And he turns to her and says, I have never yelled at you. And she goes, Michael, we're not about to do this. <laughs> I, I, but it's like you, you could see that he was so plainly lying, and and that she clearly was like, you can't get to that level of frustration mm-hmm. if you're not for sure telling the truth. Yeah, like it's not possible because it wasn't even it wasn't even like shock. It was true. It, she was rageful. She was yeah. like, okay, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. Because now you're, like, calling into question me. Mm-hmm. And I can't have that. Can't have <laughs> Ooh, she was sick. She, she was, was so sick. <laughs> and and warranted. I would have walked that. I would have had I, 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 And I'm sorry, like, at, at that point, if 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 that was happening and how Cal, I was going to Castor Pal. Pastor Cal responded to me in the way that he responds, I would have gotten disrespectful towards Cal. I would have been like, no, we're not doing this either. Now both of y'all are getting, like, both of y'all are invalidating my feelings. No fucking way. A thousand percent. Pastor Cal tries to intervene, but then Michael cuts him off and is like, you know, (laughs) you said that I was, you're trying to say that, like, I'm trying to use a condescending tone. That's one thing. If you're saying that I'm disrespectful to you, I'll take that. But like, I wasn't yelling. And it's like, why would you own up to being rude and disrespectful? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, what? Like, what? That's for the worst parts, sir. That's what I'm saying. I'm going <laughs> yelling. That's not even condescending and disrespectful. Right. You're fine with that. You're fine with that, but not the volume. <laughs> Could be not. me. Could, Could not. not be me. Ugh. So Jasmine is like making faces like she wants to scream. And oh, yeah. she does. like, you guys need to work on your communication. No, they don't. No, they don't. They, they do not. <laughs> they do not. In p- typical form, he is like, Michael, do you understand honesty and transparency? You do? Okay. Well, Jasmina, why don't you take accountability? Why can't you just let all of this thing go so that you guys can have a happy relationship? Can you do that, you bitch? Uh, I was floored. What? I was floored. Like, you need you need to forgive. Forgive? What? He hasn't even said that he did it. He's not even owning up to it. And now she's going to have to rise above and forgive something that he isn't even, yeah, owning up to. to. And 
Pastor Cal is acting like if you don't forgive him, then this is what going to be what ruins your relationship, not him being horrible to you. Like, what? He's. (sighs) But this is this is what he does. This is why I can't stand his ass. He is always doing this. Always. It's like he has, you know, nine times out of ten point five percent of that. He is right on the money. And all the rest, he is absolutely wrong. He didn't even, like, bother to ask Jasmina what it is that Michael was saying. Nope. Or, like, try to validate her experience at all. At all. At all. And he said something, like, about how there's a difference between talking to somebody and talking at somebody. And, Michael, like, maybe you were talking at her. And that makes her feel, like, a subordinate. Jasmina, is that how you feel? Yeah. Not really, because... Again, it's the fact that he's clearly, like, tearing her down and making her feel bad. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he was essentially making her feel silly and ridiculous and, like, she was overblown, blowing the whole situation because he huh. might have yelled at her a little bit. What? Right. I, I, I dislike this man so much. And I'm going, why are you advising anyone? Right. The only thing he really said to Michael was like, you need to talk to her like a wife. But (laughs) I could tell in Jasmina's face, she was like, she clearly felt like nobody was hearing her. Nope. And yeah, it just like, he put her right in the arms of her murderer. Mm -hmm. And look, I'm I'm, going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it funky. When you have pastor in front of your name, you cannot be advising anyone in good faith to me. To me, right. it's always going to be colored and tinged with misogyny. And Pastor Cal has truly yes. exhibited that every single season. Remember when he said the thing about how the husband was the ring? That was like, oh, the- yes. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? I, I wish I could remember, I, but I'm glad. I know, but I do remember that. <laughs> oh god my thing is like i hate i hate terms like you need to talk to her like a wife what the fuck does that mean right like what does that mean a person who deserves respect like Like, what (laughs) because i'm sorry marriages come in all shapes and sizes and people be talking to their wives crazy so like what do you mean you need to be more specific right (sighs) and like what does a wife deserve more than just the normal woman? Oh, well, I'm a woman. Like, what the hell does that even mean? Uh, I can't. Uh, okay. Um, moving on to Elajuan and Katina. So when Pastor Cal comes over, he notices that she had made some food. He was like, oh, you really throw down in the kitchen. Just like, she made spaghetti. Like, let's, like relax. She, she throw some garlic bread in the oven. We've all done it. It, she didn't all done it. <laughs> she, this is not a throwing down situation, but no. okay. Um, but I bet you, I bet you, Elijah one. Here's the thing: he wants a home cooked meal, but I bet you his home cooked meal ideas are not nothing special, super basic. Yeah, Annie's mac and cheese. Yes, like so beyond basic that <laughs> she could easily get away with whatever he has envisioned in his head. I agree. I agree. Just <laughs> he, he's not I, asking for like fogwa. You know, he he wants easy bake. Right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Like Stouffer's, babe. Go get a Stouffer's <laughs> and put it into a dish. Right. 
<laughs> like he won't I know the difference. So just dump it in there, girl. Dump it, girl. <laughs> so she was like, "Yeah, I mean, my husband demands that of me now." And Pastor Cal's like, "What?" And then he tells her, <laughs> which would have pissed me off if I was Katina, that um, Elijah Wan made no mention of how important this whole uh, my wife food is. Like, what? Huh? Huh? <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because no, 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 Mm-mm. no way. Because I'm sorry. What? Right. That's all he's talked about since we've met him. Right. <laughs> and so Elijah how... proud to correct him and be like, no, no, it is actually the most important thing ever to me. Like, no, no, no. Make no mistake. It is. What? <laughs> so he, he okay. saw the video on YouTube after the interviews and said, oh, damn. Right. I'm going to work it in later. <laughs> he saw the Cater to You music video. And yeah. Was like, you know what? <laughs> I forgot. I'm looking things. for it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh gosh. So um when Elijah Wan says that his wife cooking is huge, Pastor Cal asks him to explain why. And he says verbatim, because I just it's something that I have like a level for my wife that I expect, like, hey, now you cook and we talked about it. What? <laughs> I I can't <laughs> Excuse me. I just I cannot. I can't. <laughs> So we haven't really thought about this, clearly, Elijah Wan. No. Um, <laughs> hey, now you cook. Like, we talked about it. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Elijah Wan is interesting to me because I don't like him. But then sometimes I, I really do. A real broken clock situation. Yes. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, you're just, you're silly. But I like it. But then most of the time I'm like, no, I don't like this. I don't right. like this at all. Yeah, like annoying little brother energy. Yes, exact. I just feel like he needs to be deprogrammed. Yeah. And he could be perfectly fine. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Because he's been wildin'. And he's been wildin'. Putting he us through, jumping through hoops to be like, I'm testing you. Like, what the, who the fuck are you? God, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and be testing anyone. Speaking of broken clogs, thank you for Pastor Cal for uh, addressing that and being like, you know, um he asked katina do you feel like you communicate well do you feel like you're communicating your needs well do you you know are you speaking your piece and she's like yeah kind of no yeah no yes no (laughs) and he's like you know i just want to make sure that you're speaking your truth and don't worry about throwing elijah one under the bus just because, you know, like, I didn't, I saw that scene with the horses. I didn't like it. I didn't like how Elijah Wan was, like, not hearing you and just trying to push you, push you, push you and tell you, come on, come on, when you really didn't want to do that. So um, then he's like, well, do you feel like your opinions are valued? And she's like, well, yeah, but I just feel like his executions can be harsh. But, like, I've just made it clear to him that I don't deal with men who speak to me disrespectfully well okay well, you are though so. right right quite so then, easily right then pastor cal um asks them if they've consummated their marriage and elijah Wan says shockingly no but more shockingly he's the one who's <laughs> shutting it down uh, i was like wait a minute what yeah 
Yeah. I was, I was shocked by that. I'm not even gonna lie. I was shocked. Me too. His reasoning was because he is thinking about like, what if things fall off in the future, then would we have made a mistake? And Pastor Cal's like, basically you guys are married. You marriage, if you're marriage minded, you should be thinking about forever. And if you're thinking about forever, you're only going to ruin things by thinking about like, what if something bad happens in the future? So go fuck. Like, I don't really have any stakes in the game. I've got my own vagina, which is basically what he said. So, <laughs> but, like, but my, I, I, I still didn't quite understand Elijah Wan's reasoning behind, like, what if things fall apart? But I'm like, what happened to Isaac? Weren't you fucking everything that moved? Why, why is this a fear for you now? That right. you had sex with her and it still went wrong. I, I, I don't, I guess I'm, it's going over my head. I don't quite understand it. My theory could be that, like, he's used to leading with his stroke game. Yeah. And letting the personality fall where it may. Now, I wonder if maybe he's like, maybe my stroke game isn't really that good. And mm-hmm. so what if she doesn't like it? And then I've liked her. Ooh, oh, you know what? That's probably it. That's probably it because this is serious. Yeah, he cares about her opinion. Right. So now he's getting self-conscious about his abilities. Correct. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. that what if sense. what if what if his penis is the coffee uh, window gone? <laughs> <laughs> like you know. Oh shit! Yeah, honestly, you should be worried. <laughs> <laughs> um. So let's move on to Mark and Lindsay. So Lindsay had this issue with Mark, she told us. So when we see them together again, they're like not really speaking to each other. They're clearly waiting for Pastor Cal to come, but like it's strained, very strained. And Lindsay breaks the ice by saying she's been having a hard time because she's feeling like she's getting two different versions of Mark. And ever since the bed bug situation happened on the honeymoon, he's been really different. And I just love when they say things like this. Cause like you guys are like talking about like three days into your eight day relationship. Yeah. Like <laughs> things have Insane. really changed since four Unreal. days. Relationship. Like I'm just wondering if we can get back on track. It's like you guys have known each other 11 days. I like, <laughs> And the majority of that was spent on a vacation. Right. You don't know them day to day. Shut up. Not at all. God bless them. So then she says that uh, she's feels like Mark has not acknowledged the fact that while his world has been crumbling, she's been offering to help and he just hasn't like said anything about that, which again, like you keep making yourself the victim. His apartment has just been like blown to bits by rodents or whatever. And now he's with your crazy ass. <laughs> His grandmother is dying. Dying actively. And you want him to what? Give you, get a trophy? For, for what? For like great feats and support? Like give him a little space. Give him space. If Lin- he- Lindsay is, she's a tough, she's a tough nut because... <clears throat> She, okay, my thing with her is that she has forever, her entire life, so deeply identified with her role as a victim. She's been victimized by her mother, Mm -hmm. by her whole 
situation in her eyes, and especially by her mother. And she's actively being victimized by her mother. And so she cannot divorce herself of that. Yeah. So in every situation, she cannot conceive of maybe she's the issue. Yeah, it's like she constantly... I don't know how to say this. It's like she has created a value system wherein like she hasn't been able to rely on anybody. And so now Mm -hmm. she gets off on people being reliant on her. Yeah. And if they don't do it, then it's like they're being mean to her. Yeah. Essentially they're being so different. They're being mean. They're pushing away. They're not talking to me and it's fucked up. It's like, but you're not giving him space at all to breathe. Right. Like, and you're centering yourself at every turn. And these are like huge life things that are being thrown at him. He's also huge. on a fucking television show and he just married you. Like, like <laughs> huge. And we have to remember that he's had to deal with this pretty much his a whole adult life. Right. He's had tragedy after tragedy, it seems. And so he's going through one and it's tough. And, and he doesn't know you and you're coming on so strong. Yeah. And it's not just like he's getting basically evicted from his apartment. He's getting evicted from the woman who he saw as a mother figure. Like, mm-hmm. that's a lot. That's a lot. And that's if he's happy, like, you got to just take that L. Like, if he's not feeling himself, yeah, it's because basically every major factor of his life is completely different. Upended. In, in a matter of a week and a half. So, like, and, him a little bit of space. And to me, it's very clear to me that Mark is actually an introverted person. Mm-hmm. And he's one of those people who's an extroverted introvert. So he gets, you know, he has fun when he's having fun, but he needs a moment. Yes. And Lindsay is very much an extrovert. She gets her power and her energy from being around people. Mm-hmm. And she has never... Because, you know, you, you, we're like this our whole lives. And eventually you learn, like, oh, okay, some people are different. If I'm an extrovert, some people are introverts and they need their space. She has never learned that lesson. Correct. Because and she's so she, it's hurting her feelings that he needs time away to, like, pull back a little bit. She's taking it personally. Right. And by, people's, by her big age, people usually learn this about other people. Exactly. Like, how old is Lindsay? 51? <laughs> sometimes you're looking at like i want to see what those eyes look like without those lashes too i'm curious same i also like want her to maybe lean into a different hairstyle yes yes is not doing it for me she could do something else and i would do something else she really could And, and i don't she's a pretty woman she's also she to me is like the poor man's shiv from succession and she could go like if she wanted to really lean in and be chic like Shiv, she could. But she's not quite. What she's doing now is like really nothing, and we need to get somewhere. We need to head down a direction, and we need to go there. We need to arrive. That we're was just kind of stuck. A much nicer comparison than I had because mine, oh, God. <laughs> mine was like teenage Becky from Roseanne. <laughs> oh my God. Becky cut her hair real short. Yeah. Like she and Mark 
gotten together. Oh, see, married a guy named Mark. And oh my god, like slightly I mean, older Becky. She do look like that though. Not not when they made not when they turned it to the older the other actress. The no, original- no, no, no. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's really been. I keep thinking about it. And I keep forgetting to mention it on this show, but <laughs> like I now we said it. Um, so yeah, she could definitely, definitely, uh, explore different looks. So she really could. uh, So then they, um, she starts crying, basically. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of tears that happen throughout throughout the thing. Okay, so Pastor Cal comes to the apartment. She's out on the balcony meditating. <laughs> and he's like, like what is she doing oh my god right. here know. we go she needed some time i don't know so <laughs> Pastor Cal has to, like tap on her shoulder <laughs> and get her up like for your from your calm app can you turn it down please and um she mark's like uh he says in an interview that he wants to talk to Lindsay and he wants to tell her how he feels but he's worried that she's going to be condescending and he feels like she is condescending it doesn't mean to come off that way but like there's a lot of miscommunication and and things that Mark needs to get off his chest we'll put it that way Mm. um so then they sit down with Pastor Cal and Lindsay's like you know what when we first met (laughs) we were super open to each other but now I just feel like Mark isn't giving him me the best version of himself and i also just think that he doesn't realize that he's doing that so um then she starts talking about you know like all these changes are happening to mark and it's just gone from him being vulnerable and them being vulnerable and having sex with each other to he won't even hold her hand at this point and mark like rolls his eyes (laughs) he's sick of it Oh, Lord. Um, So then she starts crying and she's like, you know, I'm just so insulted and mad at Mark right now. And I just just need a minute. And Patrick, I was like, uh, you're afraid, Mark, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) It kind of came out of nowhere. They were like, he was like, of what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. So then Mark is like, you know, I just know that um, I, when I met Lindsay, it was a lot. When we got married, it was a lot. We talked all night. That was a lot. We went and we had an intimate moment and that was great. But, uh, you know, then the situation happened on the plane with Elijah one that mm. he t- tried to turn it, started to turn at that point. They had a couple more intimate moments. And at that point he realized that he, it was off for both of them and he just felt like why shouldn't i be able to tell you that i want to pull back because i need to have i need to feel like myself in order to have sex with somebody and i'm not feeling like myself so i just feel like i should be able to say that which he should Mm -hmm. and um then he's like you know i've never met a girl like you before Which is not a compliment. No, honey, don't. don't, It's not a compliment at all. Quite literally the opposite. Literally. It's like, your affection's nice, but sometimes it's too much. And I just feel like 
I'm not even in my own skin right now, which is deep. And so Pastor Cal asked Lindsay how it feels to have Mark say that. And she's like, you know, it just feels like I never gave him a reason to feel that way. So. Uh, And that's why I said, oh, hell, here we go. She, (laughs) she cannot, she cannot conceive of of a way that she is done wrong. It's wild. And she's starting to go a little bit caged animal like she did mm-hmm. when they went on that date and he yep. told her to pull back and then they got back to the hotel room. She's like, well, I think you should pull back on farting and burping. How about that? Maybe well, you should actually, pull back. I, would, I would like to speak about that because I want to rewind to when they went to her apartment and she had this whole like monologue about a damn squatty potty. And I said, girl, I thought we weren't talking about shit anymore. So why are we here? Why does she have two? She only had one bathroom. <laughs> like, why are we doing this? What is the other one used for, babe? Right. <laughs> what the hell? For the cats? Maybe it's for the maybe it's for the cats. Um. So yeah, he's just like she's starting to get a little bit defensive, a lot defensive, mm-hmm. a right? lot defensive. And um, but I think that's also just a matter of she has in her mind has always been wronged by her mother. I mean, it all goes back to her mommy issues. She's always mm-hmm. been wronged by her mom and she's currently still being wronged by her mom in her eyes. And so she thinks, well, she's in her life. She's been an active point. I feel like to be affectionate and to be there for people and to be overly giving of herself in her mind. And so when Mark is still coming at her with you're too much, you're doing this, you're doing something wrong. She don't want to hear it. Mm-mm. She ain't wanting to hear that. And she talked about her mom getting petty. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking we're seeing some of her mom. <laughs> uh-huh. I said, hun. Yep. Cats don't oh. make dogs. Okay. <laughs> Period. So Period. Pastor Cal rolls his eyes and is like, girl, come on. And he's like, Do you, Lindsay, understand what Mark is saying? She's like, Well, no, because it was just a run-on sentence. I, I just like, you're getting mean, girl. Me. You're getting mean. So Pastor Cal <clears throat> tries to not keep approach. it cute. She's getting mean. No. He tries a different approach by like killing her with kindness and it's like, you know what? You're so smart and intelligent and you speak your mind and it seems like you've worn that as a badge of honor, but it always hasn't been that way. And then she's like, yeah, I agree. <laughs> So Mark says that her lack of filter is not a bad thing. It's just very different from who he is. And so this is where, like you said, Pastor Cal's like, we paired you guys because you're both extra. And so why aren't you making it work? Can you just like, like try? <laughs> I said, what the hell is this? What? Yeah. That's why they were paired? Because they have cats and they're both extra? <laughs> okay. Cool. And he even tried to explain it like, you know, Lindsay, because you're a lot. And uh, she was like, she finished his sentence. She's like, yeah, so you paired me with somebody who's more down to earth, which I don't think Mark is, but mm-hmm. it should have been the answer. Yeah. But it wasn't. But it wasn't. <laughs> and then Mark says, or then they say about Mark, like, you know, you're a lot too. And we thought like you'd be able to handle her. And it's like, well, that's not a reason to get married to anybody. No. And like, like, yeah, Marcus a lot, but I have never seen the likes of Lindsay on this show. We have not seen someone like this on this program. No. She is a lot. She's a lot. She's a lot. 
air out of the room. She uh, doesn't seem to understand. No, she has no. It's, and that's what's crazy to me is she has zero self awareness. Zero. None. Well, how, how are you this crazy and you have not had one ounce of self awareness? Ask Alyssa. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, true. Touche. Touche. So after that, Marx just says that he needs Lindsay to allow him to do things without intervening. And Lindsay says, like, she thought when Marx said that he was feeling like he wasn't in his own skin, it was because all of the changes that was that have been happening. He's like, no, it's because you because you're too much. (laughs) And um. So then Pastor Kala asks Lindsay, like, what she needs out of the relationship. And she's like, well, I just need him. I need to get him to, like, feel like he hasn't. I, I want him to feel like, I want to feel like he hasn't pulled out of the situation. Because I feel like there's a difference between pulling back, which I'm fine with, and pulling out. No pun intended. But, which is what I feel like he's saying. And so Pastor Kala encourages Mark to realize that Lindsay's just trying to come from a good place. Mark does not seem fully convinced in that. And he says in an interview that um, there are a lot of times where the experts are not going to be around and he needs to learn how to speak up for himself uh, because there are some things that need to be changed. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the, ex- the experts are never around. I hate to bring it to you, Mark, but they're not here. They're not. So you'll be doing a lot of this on your own. <laughs> and uh, you better you better develop that thick skin now because she's going to go buck when buck. you when you go up against her again. She will. Yeah. You better be ready for Nook. Because <laughs> she has not, she's never been challenged in this way. I think that she's used to being the one who does the challenging. So if she's challenged even a little bit, and we've seen it, she gets her feelings hurt. She reverts right back to victim. Yeah. I also think that there's a part of her that feels like Mark is beneath her in some yeah. way. Like, clearly she's got her life together a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I think she looks at him as kind of like a oaf in a, uh, some ways. Mm-hmm. And I think when she, when they have problems, she's going to get nasty and like demean him in that way. And I don't, I don't like that. 
Yeah, I definitely see that. Oh, that's <laughs> so true. I'm sorry. I'm sad for him. I'm, I'm sad for him. Going into the situation, I thought I was going to be feeling a lot differently about Mark than I do. <laughs> I tr- same, same. <laughs> it's it's been an adjustment for everyone. We'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's continue with Steve and Noy because obviously we had to save the worst for last. Um, oh yeah, there really wasn't a whole lot to talk about them. Like Pastor Cal no. really had to do a lot of pot stirring to try to dig up some sort of yeah issue. and i was like why are we talking about this i didn't get it i didn't get it we're either. not even he- we're not even close to here so why is this becoming a thing thank you and i i had opinions about the treatment of noi so oh, yeah. basically the first thing that they could think to talk about that could potentially be an issue was the fact that noi is re- pretty much dead set on having three kids whereas steve wants two and he is trying to convince her to like, let's have two and maybe just we'll see if we want to have three. But she's like, no, I like definitely want to have three kids. It's how I envision it in my mind. I come from a three sibling household. I, most of my cousins are from three kids and that's just what I want. Not going to budge. I don't care. Pastor Cal, I don't, you know, mm-hmm. it's a harsh truth, but it's a good question of being like, have you considered that you might not be able to have three children? Like, she's like, no, actually, that never occurred to me. Which and I go, really, girl? Yeah. Never? 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 How are you like a woman over the age of 30 who actively wants children? You've never considered that maybe you that wouldn't be able to happen for you? Like, you've never considered that it might be difficult. That's wild. Ooh, that's why. I mean, I'm like, wow, that's that's some positivity right there. I don't know nothing like that. <laughs> I wanted to feel some type of way about him asking that. But then when she said no, I was like, girl, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, Noi, we do have to bring you out of the clouds a little bit. Bring you back down to earth. Yeah. Because you're not being real. And I think that that being mixed in because it's it's actually totally fine for her to be like no actually i want three kids i'm going to try for three kids and that is that is a non-negotiable for me and they're trying to make her sound crazy for having that hard line but then she goes and says like well no i've never considered that you know i might not be able it's it's like no i what yeah it's like pretty high on the questions that you might ask yeah that's that's like a number one thing i i would worry about yeah yeah, oh, sweet girl, sweet summer sweet child. child. Um, so <laughs> after that, then they move on to like finances and the fact that like Tommy ain't got no job, and then basically he, Pastor Cal, like traumatizes Noi into uh, you know talking about her uh, childhood in a refugee camp and about. Like, please, Noi, tell Steve how important it is to you that you have financial stability and that you know that things are going to be okay. And I don't want to, like, take away from her experience because it does sound awful. But I also feel like most people don't want to have to worry about money. Yeah, it's like you don't have to have this tragic story to be scared of the coin running low. It's pretty. It's a universal fear. (laughs) Yeah. Especially when you both want to have kids that you mm-hmm. want to be able to afford them. So, I, yeah, I don't know why she had to, like, go back to that moment. Dig deep and get to the root. It's like, yeah, everyone has this fear. 
pretty much, except for Steve, apparently. Apparently. (laughs) So Steve is just like, you know, um, you know, I got my freelancing. I do graphic, whatever, photography. I'd like to see it, whatever. He's acting like he's a creative. Mm -hmm. I go, babe. By uh, a a full-time job. And he just wonders if his dreams will be shattered if he takes that. Now, I want to be, like, a little bit more gentle towards Steve because, again, I didn't think that he had his own place, but he does. And so he must be doing okay enough. Well, he had his own place because he did have a job for so long. So I'm sure he had a savings, and I'm sure he's in that place still from his savings. Let's but I think that the longer he goes without money flow, that place might sweep on away through the wind. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's like, you know, I, I'm no, I know that the money's always going to be there. And it's like, well, yeah, but how much of it? Yeah, the money's <laughs> always going to be there. But how? How How do you know this? Yeah. And will it Who be there? Who is hiring you to take photos? Yeah. Because, like, bro, we know how freelance works. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. those invoices get lost in the mail. They sure do. They take way longer than you think they're going to take. They sure do. And I hate to say this. I hate to say this. But I, as a bona fide creative, I'm not getting creative from Steve. <laughs> I'm not getting that Me off either. of him at all. Other than the light show. Like, I'm like, oh. But, you know, I know plenty of finance bros who would have that same thing. So I'm like, <laughs> it's it's not it's not giving creative. It's not giving artists. So and- I don't really understand. It's giving like three more months and you just took three grand out of our bank account to yeah. DJ career and <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared. Yes. I'm I'm really terrified. Uh, he he worries me. He worries me. And Noy is not the kind of person who would like speak her mind, truly. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't have positive thoughts about their relationship. Yep. And he says in an interview, like yeah, I, I have all these dreams. I think they'll be stifled. I don't know if I'm willing. Like, I understand that I'm a husband, but I don't know if I'm willing to make those kind of sacrifices. And like, then why are we here, sir? Right. <laughs> why why did you come here? And my thing is, why are you so scared of having two kids? Like, I, I guess I haven't really been listening or been able to, you know, I just glaze over whenever they're on. But like, why? I can't nail down why he only wants two. Is it money? Is it like work? I don't get it. Right. Like, why? why are you so afraid of it? Two, you might just, you got two already, you might as well bump it up one more. What's right. the issue? It's not like one. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it's not like he wants so What one. is your fear? Yeah, I agree. And I, why are we only focusing on hers and not yours? Thank you. <laughs> I would have wanted Cal to ask, okay, well, why do you only want two? Right. Can you bump why it up? you listening to her. Like, come on. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so you guys, you guys, I have to tell you that the worst possible thing happened uh, and that all of my notes about Alyssa and Chris's uh, meeting with Pastor Cal are, are gone. So <laughs> we're just going to wing it. We're winging it. It might get, might get crazy. <laughs> so I feel like I can remember at least 60% of all the wild things that came out of her mouth. So yeah. I mean, they're all, it's all the same stuff, to be quite honest, from it, it, day one. So that that's a very good point. Um, so they, Alyssa gets to the apartment, and 
you know, she's giving dead fish by the side of the road like she usually is um i noticed that when pastor cal came she did not even greet him until they sat down on the couch it was like she didn't even recognize him and given her uh opinion on defunding the police i just wondered if there might be something more to that but anyway (laughs) what's the Uh, connection girl yep i'm i'm picking things up points Mm -hmm. to be made so uh, they sit down and Pastor Cal's like, hey, girls, uh, I know that there have been some issues between you guys. So uh, what's tea? What's- you don't say. <laughs> so, this is, was it Chris that started? I think he started to say that, like, basically he feels like she's not. Getting- yeah, that she hasn't been interested. Like, she's been checked out, I think. Yeah. And she's. She she's, begins ready. To, she's ready with her arsenal. With her, her regular spiel, all the greatest hits. Um, I've tried so hard. I've put so much effort into this. Um, Chris says, Chris says she's used, you know, she's felt like she's been gypped. She's felt like she's that it's robbed. He did yeah. all that. He said it. He yeah. said, it. oh yeah, she said these things. Yeah, absolutely did. And, you know, she tries to squeeze out a tear like, I, you guys know that I watch a lot of housewives. I'm basically a professor and I am so sick in the head about housewives that I know like (laughs) what move she was giving. Mm -hmm. This was Kyle Richards. This was Kyle Richards. Yes. Digging her finger into her corner, the corner of her eyes to try to squeeze out a tear and act like she's crying, but she's not. And that's what, that's exactly what Alyssa was trying to do. She's a monster. She's a monster. Uh, who does she think she's convincing like i've like she's the one who's the victim of the situation that yeah this this asshole who's been so unkind to her she's been trying she's been through the fire and the rain trying to make this relationship work and i don't know how we got here couldn't possibly and she's also being really flowery in her language like this time she puts a nice little sweet bow and spin on it and like you know i i thought that there were times when i did see some you know moments where i think it would work you know like paddleboarding i said even during tennis and i'm like during tennis when you were over there in the corner bitching to the producers that he was swinging his arms Let's roll that beautiful bean footage back, girl. Roll it. The tape. Please. Look at the way he points. Ugh. <laughs> Ew. And she's I, over here, like, during tennis, you know, I said, bitch, don't even. Wow, you're trying me, girl. You're trying me. Trying it. Paddleboarding, when you were 10 feet away from him and just yeah. laughing him all into the water. You're, you're getting your rocks off, making fun of him. Yeah, great time. Great, great fun time. time. Put she that in the photo album. Oh, and I think that she doesn't realize that he watches the tapes. So like he's seen I everything. I don't understand. Like she works as a social media manager. That was news to me. I said, <laughs> really? I always really? thought her just for, finding her forever home was always her Chiron. So <laughs> to see social media manager, I said, oh okay. Like so, you have you've been you're paid. To have an active understanding of human behavior. And yet. And this. yet. <laughs> and yet. You're trying to court people into engagement. And this is okay. Um, mm-hmm. So then they get into 
how now she was like actually feeling good. And I came in here thinking that maybe I would move in and that we would really try. And I was like going to have a good attitude about this and, and give it a fresh start. I think she said fresh start a lot. She did. Her favorite line is I could have left many times. Whenever she says that I'm like, Oh, I just fugue. I can't. I could, I'm still here. I could have left, but I'm still here. And I think that says a lot. It says nothing. It says nothing. <laughs> and what it really says is that you're not here for the right reasons. And oh, don't say that. Don't right. you dare utter those words. It's not like you've been trying, like you could have left, but you were trying. You could have left and you went scorched earth on him the entire time while you were there. The entire while you time. Then she gets into like how they're. The reason why she thought that they could switch off being in the apartment was because even though she is an active and apparently a frequent dog rescuer, she is allergic to dogs. And then she says, you know, she's kind of not allergic to her dog because she's had that dog for 10 years. But his dog is a husky and he sheds and he has a lot of hair. And he's like, you've never even seen my dog. He's got just as much hair as your dog, short hair. Um, she's like, well, you know, husky shed a lot. <laughs> so anyway, um, you know, I just wondered because we both had two big dogs, if that would work. And like all these allegedly altruistic reasons mm-hmm. why she has bestowed Chris with this apartment and God really benevolent queen i think that this is the first sit down where she's actually admitted out of her mouth in front of chris that she's not physically attracted to him yes and i'm like and all in these 11 days that whole honeymoon we had to sit there and have you just go roundabout why you're not why you're not in this why when we all know why but he didn't know why which i i'm like chris you know why why are you acting like you don't yeah how did he not how How did did, come on babe come on you're smarter (laughs) than this that would have been the first thing that I thought, like... Yeah, I'm like, my insecurities would be like, me because I'm ugly! It's like, that would have been the first thing. Yeah, she but doesn't even not first look thing. you in the eye. Do you think it might be because she's... It's not a personality thing, Chris. I mean, no. it is, but it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not really. Um, do you have any notes of anything else crazy that she said? Before oh. we get to his, his statement? No, I think I was just floored by how much she was trying to gaslight... Chris again, but also Pastor Cal, and to being like, I saw positives, but then we would always, you know, it would be disrespect. I would get disrespected, and I just, I'm like, okay. How? How, Sway? How? (laughs) Oh, poor Kanye. (laughs) Poor us. (laughs) Poor us! (laughs) True that. Then, um, so she's talking about like how light and bright i came here with good intentions i was thinking if maybe we could do a fresh start and chris is like well about that um skirt today is decision day for me um you made it abundantly clear uh that you don't like me that there's really no hope for us so i'm out so are you by by way of me so thank you and so pastor cal's like so are you saying that you want a divorce he's like i want a divorce (laughs) Like, no, do not mince these words, honey. Hear them loud and clear. (laughs) (laughs) Loud and clear. I'm I'm happy to sign them. I'm happy to sign it off. Now that now that shocked me because I was under the impression that they had a contract. 
and that you yeah. could not you could without, without a financial benefit. without a huge financial hit yeah i think homie crunches numbers you know what i can sell a couple more houses <laughs> yeah he's like i could take this on it's fine yeah it, it is fine by me I, I can hit the ground running with coldwell banker or wherever right. And, uh, is that why Alyssa was crying? She was like, uh, I'm a social media manager. <laughs> well, that's what I was wondering. Like, did she was like, oh, shit, am I going to have to pay? Because he's out now. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm, I, I, I do think that she's devastated that she will no longer be on television. I do think so. Right. And he was like, yeah, I think you want to move into this apartment, but not because you want to be married to me. <laughs> because of it. Yeah. Like, oh, and she God. immediately flips out. <laughs> And it's like, well, clearly that's the reason. Clearly. Hit dog. Clearly. You should know. Exactly. <laughs> you should know. Miss <laughs> Volunteer, Miss Foster Mom. <laughs> Hit dogs holler. Okay. Um, yeah, she was really trying to paint herself as a victim. Didn't work. We all had a hearty chuckle. Mm-hmm. And then she really got tight in her little panties, didn't she? And she was, like, mm-hmm. throwing the keys on the island. Like, girl, you didn't even live here. You never. So, why do you have keys? Why? You weren't going to live here. <laughs> She's like, well, I guess there's nothing for us to talk about. She really tried to control the situation. Yeah, like, she did. Bye. I think that she was expecting to have her bullshit continue on until the very end. And I think that she was also really upset. That I think she knows that she came off terribly because she had to remind us that she's great. And so, like, the road ends here, girl. We're, we are only left with all of that terrible behavior from you. Exactly. There's no redeeming yourself publicly anymore. And and now look at how you went out, crying in a mm-hmm. hallway of an apartment building that you never got to move into. Nope. Your poor behavior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got dumped. You could have been doing the dumping, but you got dumped by this man that you're repulsed by. What the fuck did she think she was doing? She wanted to hang with her girls. (laughs) (laughs) Girl, these girls are married. And they hang out with their husbands. I mean, not for long, but they're married. (laughs) Just give it a few weeks and then you can call them up. Oh, my God. I'm like... In the preview for the season, I thought we would be getting a lot more of them. I thought yeah, I did too. that maybe they had, like, things to turn around. I didn't think things were going to get this bad in this final. Yeah, I, I didn't. Do you think that they might surprise us, or do you think we're down to four? I think we might be down to four. Because once you give it, I want to get divorced, it's, oh, that's done. That's true. That's I done. I'll be come back from that. I, and I'm... Inter- now that I see this, I go, oh, so like when I think back on Zach and Mindy, how they just kind of stuck it out until the very end, even though they clearly were not together. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, Alyssa, you couldn't even have done that. If you if your date objective was to stay on TV, you couldn't even have pulled a Zach. You couldn't even have tried a little bit. A little bit. To be nice. Because the thing that Zach did was he would give Mindy little nuggets of niceness. Right. So she would just nibble on those and hope and hope and hope. And then he'd be playing her the whole time. But she couldn't even give him that. Yeah. Zach would be nice to her for like a good 45 minutes and get Mindy mm-hmm. nice and comfortable and be like, well, going back to my apartment. Bye. Yep. Your friend. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Another Lindsay, I believe. Oh, another- yeah. But she's an A. She's an A. Let's make that clear. 
Like that's very clear. We're different. Oh gosh. Do you have any final thoughts? How long do you think Jasmina and Michael are gonna last? Jasmina and Michael, okay. I feel like wasn't the isn't his wasn't the other guy okay, so there was a couple a few seasons ago and she was a young girl. I cannot remember their name, but I feel like he was also Michael. And he was just a liar, like a compulsive liar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So the fake teacher yoga? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're going to get to there at some point. Yes. She's going to get so frustrated that we're going to start seeing production. We're going to break the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Oh, my and God. Then, that, that moment where he, was she, like, perpetually asking him for his salary? And then yes. he, he, came, he came to her with, like, a fake printed obviously doctored sheet of paper she was like Doc. she said no and she like was like, she was like I'm done. i can't do this anymore like she stormed out and was like ranting in the hallway like he is a fucking liar i might have to watch that scene again because he really played her <laughs> his his best brooks brooks airs truly Oh my god, that is so funny. He does, Michael does give Michael, because it's like yes. a creepiness. It's a creepiness. Yeah. Very Eeyore creepy, long stares, just oh. like, <laughs> like, what is going on in that head of yours? I don't like this look. Like, I feel like you'd wake up in, at like 3 o'clock in the morning, and they would just be standing in the corner. You know? <laughs> <laughs> or like you're like, oh, you know, your eyes dull, dull, eyes flutter open, and you roll over, and he's already awake looking at you in the bed. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 exactly. <clears throat> oh my god, that's so funny. Uh, um, well, before we end the episode, I just wanted to, because I got uh, an unprecedented DM in my. Um, DMs, if you're if you're shocked about that, um, a lovely human being wanted me to uh, give you Ashley, Amy, your wife Amy, wanted me to let you know that you are a big fan of the show. You guys listen to all the recaps. That you love Married at First Sight. Your birthday's on Saturday, which I think doesn't quite make you a Pisces. Sorry, my bad that you're an Aquarius. That's you know you can't. Not everybody can be as great as me, okay? But I'm I'm happy that you were born within a week of me. Why am I making this about myself? It's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so Ashley, happy birthday from me and your wife. This is very sweet. I'm I was like excited to do my first shout out, even though I really think I fumbled it. So I hope you have no, a lovely. No, this is so fun. <laughs> like, I, we love a married at first night stand. <laughs> We, yeah, I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day. And uh, almost Pisces. <laughs> if you would have held out for like a couple more days, I would have been, you know, <laughs> things would have been different. But, you know, <laughs> we all do what we can. Anyway, um, happy, happy birthday. Lindsay, do you want people to find you or no? I'm good. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank me for speaking. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. (laughs) You have a good day, girl. Bye. Bye.